So today, inshallah, we're going to go on with the name of Allah Ta'ala, Al-Qadir, Al-Qadir, and Al-Muqtadir. These are three names of Allah. Al-Qadir uh, would be translated as the capable. Al-Qadir, uh, the all-able. And Al-Muqtadir, the omnipotent, the one having unlimited power, able to do absolutely anything. So you can see they all come from the same... Uh, trilateral root, the same three root letters of qaf, dal, and ra. And they come from the root verb of qadra yaqdiru or yaqduru, qadran, qudratan, maqduratan, maqdiratan, and maqdaratan. So subhanAllah, there's a bunch of different masadir. But yes, the point is that um, this verb means to be able to accomplish, to be capable. It also means to determine, to limit, to measure, to distribute, or to decree something. And also means to prevail. So all this is implied. Now, in terms of the name of Allah, Al-Qadir, this is the ism fa'il, which means, you know, the capable. This is contrasted with uh, al, uh, the ism fa'il, Qadir, which is more emphatic, so the all-able. And Al-Muqtadir is an even po more powerful, you could say, form, hence why uh, the all, uh, the omnipotent, or you could say the, uh, the one having unlimited power, and so forth. Um, Al-Qadir, however, is mentioned 12 times in the Qur'an. And the context you find them in you find that Allah Ta'ala is talking about how he's capable. He's all capable of sending signs, uh, proofs, evidences, how he's capable of sending rain, how he's capable of sending punishments uh, and punishing the disbelievers, how he's able to replace uh, those who disbelieve with people that are better than them, how Allah Ta'ala is capable of giving life and death. That's mentioned a few times. Also, uh, even recreating the fingerprint Allah Ta'ala mentions. And he's capable of developing the child in the womb, capable of returning the dead to life, and so forth. You find these are the contexts in which this name is mentioned. I'm not going to go through all of them. It would take too long. Um, but one beautiful hadith narration which mentions this name of Allah, Al-Qadir. Well, one of the hadith that you find this uh, story mentioned is the story of the last man to enter paradise in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, or excuse me, the Prophet tells us that the last person who, after being punished for so long, is the last one to get out. And he will be taken out of the fire and he'll be, you could say, near paradise. And then he'll be asking, can I have just a little bit more? Can I? And he keeps on asking one thing after the other. You have to, it's, it's a lengthy hadith. But ultimately it culminates with this individual saying, وَيَقُولْ يَا إِبْنَ آدَمْ Allah Ta'ala will finally say, oh son of Adam, مَا يَصْرِينِ مِنْكَ What is going to bring an end to your requests of me? أَيُرْضِيكَ أَنْ أُعْطِيَكَ الدُّنْيَا وَمِثْلَهَا مَعَهَا Would you be satisfied if I were to give you this whole world and the, the, the double of it or twice as, you know, double it. Uh, basically two, two full planets of just, you know, uh, pleasures and joy and, you know, dominion and you, you be the master, if you will, you be the king, etc. قَالَ يَا رَبْ مِنِّي وَأَنْتَ رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ He said, and then this man, he responds, says, O, o Lord, are you mocking me when you are the Lord of the worlds? Subhanallah. Fadahika ibn Mas'ud, so the, the narrator, Ibn Mas'ud, he starts laughing and he says, Won't you ask me why I'm laughing? And then they say, Okay, why are you laughing? And he says, Well, this is how the Prophet, he laughed as well. And he asked, Won't you guys ask me why I'm laughing? And they asked, Okay, yes, why? Uh, he says, Min dhihki rabbil alameen, because the Lord of the worlds laughs. When this Abd is saying, Oh Allah, are you mocking me? Are you making fun of me? That Allah Ta'ala laughs in a way that befits His Majesty, of course. He laughed at the fact that this person said this. And so Allah Ta'ala responds and says, That Allah Ta'ala says, I am not mocking you. Rather, I am the one who is, does whatever He wills. And I'm capable over everything. 
So this name of Allah, Al-Qadir, is mentioned that Allah Ta'ala is saying, look, I'm not mocking you, I can do whatever I want. I am Qadir, I am able to do whatever I want. So, subhanAllah, this is the context from Qur'an and Sunnah. Then we have the name of Allah, Al-Qadir. Al-Qadir is on the fa'il pattern, more, uh, uh, you could say, hyperbolized. It occurs 45 times in the Qur'an. So this is mentioned a lot. So Allah Ta'ala is emphatically state, stating and stressing that Allah Ta'ala isn't capable of everything. And this is, why would it be mentioned this many times? Clearly because this needs to be repeated. It needs to be uh, really uh, honed in on and, and really, um, you know, needs to enter into the heart of the human being that sometimes we doubt these things, we have weaknesses in our iman, and Allah Ta'ala is really, um, you know, placing this in our hearts and mentioning it over and over and over again to make sure that it gets drilled into the mind, inshallah Ta'ala. 35 times it's mentioned in the sentence of ala kulli shay'in qadir. So, like, wallahu ala kulli shay'in qadir, or wahu ala kulli shay'in qadir, that Allah Ta'ala is over all things capable, over all things able, over all things powerful. Uh, four times it's mentioned next to the name of Allah, Al-Alim, Al-Alim Al-Qadir. And Alim, of course, means the all-knowing. And the whole idea of pairing these two together is to say that knowledge without power means a person knows all the answers but is incapable of doing anything, whereas power without knowledge means that this power is misguided. So Allah Ta'ala combines these two, letting you know that, yes, he's all-powerful and he's all-knowledgeable at the same time. We find that one time the names of Allah, Al-Afu and Qadir, uh, Afu meaning the all-pardoning, and Qadir, they come together. Uh, and same thing with uh, Allah mentions Qadir and then Ghafur Rahim one time in the Quran. So why does Allah Ta'ala mention this idea of forgiving and then being all-powerful? Because it could be the case that somebody doubts and says, you know what, maybe God forgives, maybe God lets our sins go, maybe God is not punishing us. Why? Because he's not capable of, uh, of taking us to account. And the answer is, no, 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 I'm fully capable to take you to account. I'm fully capable of, of punishing the wicked. But Allah Ta'ala is saying, but I forgive as well. And I use that power not necessarily to always punish, but sometimes just to forgive. And this is reminiscent of the statement, and I've mentioned this before in, in different talks, but uh, the statement, you can't call yourself peaceful until you're capable of violence. If you're not capable of violence, you're not peaceful, you're harmless. And I think that's a very, very powerful quote. I've mentioned it a number of times, and I think it's very important for Muslims to remember this, uh, that we want to be the religion of peace. And peace means that you're able to do harm, and then you show restraint. But being somebody who's completely harmless uh, and you can't do any damage and you have no power in whether we're talking politically, globally, or whatever the case may be, um, you have no power whatsoever. And then you say, oh, I don't want to be confrontational because, you know, I'm a peaceful person. No, 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 you're not a peaceful person. You don't want to be confrontational because you have no capability, whether it be in a discussion, an argument, whether it be physical confrontation, whether it be in a political realm. If you're just simply incapable, um, uh, then that's a different thing altogether. That's just harmlessness. No, you want to be someone who is formidable and powerful and has capability. And then you say, but I'm not going to abuse it in any way. I'm going to use it in the best way possible to show others a better way. That's true da'wah. And so anyhow, Allah Ta'ala is emphasizing, yes, indeed, Allah Ta'ala is afu. Allah is forgiving. He's ghafur rahim. He's forgiving. He's, he, he pardons. He, uh, you know, um, uh, he's merciful. All that is the case. And that's coming from a position of power, not from a position of weakness, because he's qadir. Um, the Prophet would use this name of Allah, al-Qadir, or yeah, al-Qadir, mentioning inside of different du'as. For example, رَبِّ اغْفِرْ لِي خَطِيئَةِ وَجَهْلِ وَإِسْرَافِ فِي أَمْرِ كُلِّهِ وَمَا أَنْتَ أَعْلَمُ بِهِ مِنِّي اللهم اغْفِرْ لِي خَطَايَايَ وَعَمْدِي وَجَهْلِ وَهَزْلِي وَكُلُّ ذَلِكَ عِنْدِي اللهم اغْفِرْ لِي مَا قَدَّمْتُ وَمَا أَخَّرْتُ وَمَا أَسْرَتُ وَمَا أَعْلَنْتُ very, very beautiful hadith in which the Prophet is making this 
powerful dua, this beautiful uh, supplication. My Lord, forgive my mistakes, my ignorance, my excesses uh, in all of my affairs. You are more aware of them than, uh, than I am. Whatever excesses I may have done, whatever ignorance, etc. And then, O oh Allah, forgive me for my mistakes, deliberate, inadvertent, or in jest. All of it is from me. In other words, you know, I, you know, I'm fully um, uh, capable or I'm fully responsible for my own mistakes, not you know, passing off the buck or, or, or claiming, uh, you know, trying to dodge accountability. And then the third portion is what? Oh Allah, forgive me for my mistakes, my early ones or my later ones, my hidden ones or my open uh, ones. Indeed, you are the first and last and you are fully capable over all things. So subhanAllah, you're making dua and you're saying, oh Allah, I, there's so many different ways that I can make a mistake and you are aware of all of it. And I don't, I'm not trying to obfuscate my responsibility in any way. I'm not trying to dodge responsibility in any way. And whether it's earlier or later, whatever the case may be, oh Allah, you are fully capable and I'm asking you to forgive me. It's a beautiful, beautiful dua that we should, um, you know, uh, inshallah, inshallah try to make. And then as for the name of Allah, Al-Muqtadir, this occurs four times in the Quran. Once, when mentioning how life is a brief test, uh, Allah says, That Allah says, And present to them the example of this worldly life, being like rain, which we send down from the sky. And the vegetation of the earth mingles with it, and then it becomes dry uh, remnants scattered in the wind. And Allah is over all things perfect in his ability. So, muqtadira here is translated as perfect in ability, describing Allah has full capability of what? I created you, I made you grow to full form, then you got withered, then you got old, and then you passed away and you become dust. That whole process, I was capable and I was able and I was controlling every single aspect of it. The second ayah is in which Allah Ta'ala says what? He's showing the punishment uh, uh, of the disbelievers to the Prophet Allah says, Allah says, or whether, uh, Allah is mentioning that, or whether it's possible that we show you that which we have promised them. Indeed, we are perfect in ability. In other words, Allah Ta'ala is reassuring the Prophet that they are attacking you, they're mocking you, they're mistreating you, but I am perfect in my ability to exact uh, a punishment against them. Then we have Allah Ta'ala describing the severity of Allah's punishment when he says, They denied our signs, all of them, so we seized them with a seizure of one who is aziz, mighty in power, and muqtadir, perfect in his ability. In other words, Allah Ta'ala is describing here how you know, these people, they were so arrogant and so proud, Allah Ta'ala is saying, well, you should get a taste of my punishment. And you, these people, they got a taste of my punishment and see that it's coming from someone who is truly aziz. You think of, you think of yourself as having izzah and honor and power. Allah is truly aziz. And Allah Ta'ala has true power. He is muqtadir. He is perfect in his ability. And the final one is so beautiful, subhanAllah. It's the very last ayah of Surah Al-Qamar in which Allah Ta'ala says, Fi maqa'adi sidqin inda malikin muqtadir. Allah Ta'ala is describing the uh, believers and how they are going to be in seats of honor near Al-Malik, the, the sovereign. Uh, who is Allah Ta'ala, and Muqtadir, the perfect in his abilities. So, then the question is, how does Allah Ta'ala describe this perfect ability of his? By There's many, so many examples in the Qur'an of Allah Ta'ala describing how he has the power to create from nothing, be and it is, the diversity in his creation, making things in pairs, sending rain, growing the crops, developing the human beings in the womb, sending guidance to whoever he wills, giving dominion to who he wills, giving uh, victory to the believers, uh, punishing the disbelievers when he wills, how he wills, and he controls death and he establishes judgment day. All this is, of course, fully within Allah Ta'ala's power. So the question then is, how is this, these names of Allah, Al-Qadir, Al-Qadir, Al-Muqtadir, how should they apply to me? How should they have an impact on me. The first and most obvious I think, I think is 
you should have faith in Qadr. Allah Ta'ala has His decree. Uh, Allah Ta'ala knows the future, what's going to happen. This makes us patient during hard times. This makes us grateful in good times. This makes us trust Allah in all times. This makes, gives us a sense of humility. No matter what happens, we don't get arrogant and say, oh, this was because of me. Rather, you have humility. This prevents jealousy because naturally, uh, when a person sees that, oh, this, you know, somebody else, my neighbor, my friend, whatever, they're so successful, but what about me? Why don't I have that level of success? Uh, why don't I have all this material good, etc., or wealth? then you can remember Allah Ta'ala is in, tra- in charge. So being jealous of that person is questioning Allah Ta'ala's decree. Rather, you should be patient. Obviously, you work hard, but you, are, you trust in Allah with regards to the results. And it makes us stop wondering what if, this whole concept of, you know, law, law, which means if. Uh, we know that the Prophet said what? وَإِنْ أَصَابَكَ شَيْءٌ فَلَا تَقُلْ لَوْ أَنِّي فَعَلْتُ كَذَا كَانَ, كَانَ كَذَا وَكَذَا وَلَكِنْ قُلْ قَدْرُ اللَّهِ وَمَا شَاءَ فَعَلْ uh, that the Prophet says what? If anything, if any sort of hardship occurs to you, don't say, if only I had done that, then such and such would have never happened. Rather, you should say, this is Allah's decree and he does whatever he wills. Because indeed, this if, this low, it opens up the gates of shaitan, that it opens things uh, up for the uh, you know, possibilities for shaitan to play with your head. So in other words, this is the, the beauty of uh, iman and belief in qadr, that you stop uh, doubting and questioning, well, what if I, you know, just uh, turned left instead of, right, instead of right, or what if I didn't shake that person's hand who, I don't know, got me sick, or whatever the case is, or, you know, what if I didn't go here, or didn't do that? No, you should say, whatever happened, happened, and you continue moving forward. Another effect that it, this, these names should have on you is that even though we don't have control over this dunya, we do have control over our intentions, so we should be very careful to say, okay, Ya Allah, uh, I can't control the results, but I can control what I intend to do, and uh, I'm going to intend to do the best for your sake, and I'm going to trust in you by making Salat al-Istikhara. Salat al-Istikhara, I don't want to go through the entire hadith, it's a long one, but it's a very beautiful hadith for those who are aware of it, and I suggest uh, you memorize this uh, dua istikhara, pray to raka'ah, make this dua, inshallah, when you have to make a major decision. And furthermore, when it comes to um, avoiding oppressing people, this is another effect that these names should have on you. You should know that if Allah Ta'ala is in charge, and if Allah Ta'ala has all power, then what about those people who I have power over them? I should be very fearful, because Allah Ta'ala may punish me if I mistreat them. In fact, the Prophet says what? Be wary and be afraid and be cautious from the curse of the oppressed person as there is no screen between his invocation and between him and Allah. So uh, between that invocation and Allah. In other words, um, be very cautious. If you have somebody who's underneath your care and underneath your power and uh, you are oppressing that individual, if they make dua against you, subhanAllah, you could be in a lot of trouble. Furthermore, the Prophet taught us to make dua using this name of Allah. I mentioned one, I'll mention one more. Allahumma bi'ilmika al-ghayb wa qudratika ala al-khalqi ahyini ma that the Prophet says, What? Oh Allah, by your knowledge of the unseen and your power over creation, keep me alive so long as you know that living is good for me. This is a very, very beautiful dua, recognizing that, look, I'm going to be taken away eventually, so I might as well be taken away when it's best for me to be taken away. So we should remember this dua as well. Allah says, What? Allah Ta'ala says, What? That indeed Allah will not change the condition of a people until they change what is in themselves. So we can't use this name of Allah, Al Qadir, to say, Oh Allah, you're capable, so I'm just going to sit back and do nothing. 
because you can just change me if, if you want to. That's not the right attitude. Allah Ta'ala clarifies and says, I will not change the affairs, or excuse me, the state of a people until they actually make the effort themselves, and then I will assist them. And so, yes, we should also, final, dua, uh, final point is a beautiful dua. We should he, uh, seek healing. Let's say if you're sick, the Prophet taught us to place our hand on the part of the body that is feeling pain and say, Bismillah, 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 three times, and then say, what, seven times? A'udhu billahi wa qudratihi min sharri ma ajidu wa uhadir. That I take refuge with Allah, from the uh, from, with his power, from the evil that I find and that I fear. So in other words, you're making dua by Allah Ta'ala's qudrah, by his power. Oh Allah, take away this evil, this pain, this hardship from me, uh, from both what I find in terms of the pain and what I fear, what it may be in terms of worse, you know, whether it be a disease or problem or a break or whatever the case may be. May Allah Ta'ala make us of those who remember this name of Allah, Al-Qadir, Al-Qadir, and Al-Muqtadir, and apply them in dua, and apply them to our beliefs and to our actions. Amin, ya Rabbil Alameen. Jazakallah khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.